0: Good morning. Today's the 10th of Av, and we're learning Daf Yud Beis and Maseches Sukkah. May the Bezimikdash be rebuilt soon. So now we are on the two dots. Let's start on Yud Aleph Amad Beis. nine lines up from the bottom, because Yud Beis is a little bit of a shorter Daf today, and we'll point out a fascinating idea from the Mishnah. The previous Mishnah said, Zahaklal kol which is to say, we were talking about the material that is used for schach. What material is eligible to be used as schach? So you may ask, where do we know this? Allah Sinai, but we have sources. We have sources from the P'sukim, Minahani, from where we derive this idea that anything that is makabel tumah, right, can't be used for schach, right? So again, makabel well, tumah, or we'll see. So foods. Right? And Kalim, right? And Begodim, those things, from a kapal tumma, they can't be used for Schach. Uh, we'll see what, um, where we get the source from. But we start with Amarech Lakish, Amakrava Eid Ya Minhaaretz. Isn't that unbelievable? We're taking this Pasuk from the primordial, primordial mist of Bracious and applying it to the Schach. How so? Well, if in fact the Schach was Anane HaKavod, representing the, the sukkahs in the Midbar, represented Anane HaKavod, and in, if, in fact, the aid Yale Min Aretz, which is referenced in the Pasuk, is a mist that is the stuff of clouds, then it must be that said mist has common characteristics with the schach of the Anane HaKavod, which is to say, fascinating, we want some aspect of our schach to reflect what the sukkah was made out of. And so, since we know the sukkah was made out of clouds, we want our schach to mimic those clouds. As the Gemara says, <laughs> just like a cloud or mist is dover, which is not toma, certainly not, right? It's not even tangible per se and obviously clouds come from the earth. Now, I guess earth science-wise, that's technically true. There is a, right, there, there is a cycle uh, whereby clouds are developed and then start, cycle with the oceans and the seas. Okay, not technically in the sense that we're used to, but uh, if, in fact, the Pasuk says that the clouds emerge from the ground, then we have to have something that emerges from the ground and is not mikabel tuma, right? So while that, that just means, right, vegetation, that you then, as we know, can no longer be attached to the ground, so then we have to cut it off, and that's what we can use. So ma'ed davashe'enu mikkabel tuma v'gidula min mikabel min ha'aretz. Okay, so the Gemara asks the obvious question. This question of whether the sukkas were sukkas mamish or anani akavod is a well known Rakhlokis in its own right. So the Gemara says, hayu sorry, hayu. I can understand this whole shot of right, these restrictions of the Makabotum of the aretz applying and being learned from clouds if you in fact hold that the sukkos that we had after Mitzrayim was in fact clouds, that they were made out of the Ananeha kavod. El Manda amar sukos mamish Asulaham. but according to the manda amar, it's a famous manda Amr as we'll see. Then my ikal according to the shita, that there were sukos mamish. So what would be sukos mamish? According to that shita, it would be kiva sukos a shavtei es bezrael means, yeah, I put you in sukos, but you made them yourself, right? Right, you made actual physical sukos, or maybe Hashem made. Us sukkas, but here that's not what we say. Asulahem, the Jews made it for themselves, and then Hashem, right, uh, was able to right uh, commemorate that. Um, The article has a fascinating little note. You have to see the Ram, the Malbim, and the Rashabam as to why. Right, if in fact what we did was erect sukkas to protect us from the sun, why would we commemorate that? That is a mundane thing. Of course, we did that. Right, and only a would be a miracle worthy of commemoration. the The fact that we built hut, what 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 was that? So you have to see. I didn't get a chance to look at that, but you you can understand that Hakar Baruch Hu set up parameters that were miraculous enough and protective enough that we were able to erect sukos, and that even though they're temporary structures, right? Just like today, the message of the sukkah is that we are technically vulnerable to the elements, and yet Hashem protects us even within our temporary huts. So that message is similar, regardless of whether it's sukkahs or an un in a sense. So, okay, let's let's go with that. Be that as it may, if you hold that what we made was actual sukkahs, so where do we know that the schach has to be something that's, right, gidulum in our and ain't no mekabel after all, edya only applies to clouds. So it says the First of all, where is this It Says the Gemara, the Tanya, Kiva Sukos Bnei Yisrael. Right, look at that pasuk, and let's analyze it. Anani Hakavad Are You? Diva Rabbi Rabbi holds that that is a reference to the Anani Hakavad, and Rabbi Kiva Oimer Sukos Mamish Asulahem. There's our Manda Amar. So according to Rabbi Kiva, how do we learn that the Suk right that the Schar has to be Gedulah Aretz and Ena Makabel as the Gemara just right, articulates now, Rabbi This shot of Eid Yalom and makes sense to Rabbi Leezer. What are we going to say to Rabbi Kiva? What's his source? So the Gemara is going to attempt an answer here. Kiyasa rabi this was Rabbi Yochanan taught the great Godel of Eretz Yisrael, taught Sukkah one year. And Rabbi Dimi and Ravavin, right, famously, as they went to Bavel, they would say over the Shirim of Rabbi Yochanan. So when Rabbi Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, he said the following, Amar Kra, Chag HaSukkah's Makish right? Because the word Chag HaSukkah has the word Chag in it. And therefore the Sukkah, which we are saying is Schach, right, is being, um, compared to the Korban Chagiga, amazingly. The animal that is brought as a Korban, Vegidula an animal is not something that's Makabotuma and grows from the ground. The Korban Chagiga, I should say, so the similarity of Schach to the Korban Chagiga is that both of them are not makabaltuma and grow from the ground. Now, the obvious question here is, is the Korban Chagiga grow from the ground? Do Korban Chagigas grow on trees? Rashi has to address this. Ki Says Rashi, According to Rabbi Yochanan, has to be, right, in the Sheer that he gave, that since animals get their nourishment from the ground, then they are considered to karka. But that's not true of all animals, of all dagim, right? So fish, which I guess technically don't, right? Graze on the ground. All the things that we make shahakel, shahakolan, right? Dugim, melach, kamehin, pitrios, right? So even then they understood that mushrooms isn't a real vegetation, right? It's just like... Right, uh, fungus that grows on rocks, etc. Lav, Love, Gidula, Karka, Okay, so that has nafkaminis for Miser, that has nafkaminis for anything where you're talking about, right, Shrias, right, anything that you're talking about, Gidula, Karka versus not Gidula, Karka. Um, to that, however, right, we're gonna see later, and if you look at the first widest line on Rashi, there's three little, three big wide lines there. The first one, Losum Kina Lachulas Khakbe Oros, then he gidule arets ikri al shame shaarts me gadla sanasa avalgidulin min arets lo ikri elodovart som mech mina karka v lobehemos. So then he gets a little bit of a split there, right? Because if it is in fact true that the animals really gidule karka, then why wouldn't you be able to use animal skins? as schach, after all, right? You're saying that schach has to be like the Korban Chagiga, that it's ein ekabal tumah min ha'aretz. So in order to say this p'shah, which we're going to essentially reject anyway, you'd have to explain why the Korban Chagiga skin itself, so to speak, wouldn't be able to be used as schach. And so there he makes the, right, the finer split of difference between gidulim min ha'aretz, right, um, to gidule ha'aretz. Right? Those are two different things, he says. So it's good enough to make the comparison, to learn it for the, for the vegetation, but it's not enough to make a comparison all the way to the point where the Korb of Chagiga itself, so to speak, uh, the aspects of the Korb of Chagiga could be used as chach. So that, that is a fascinating concept over here, of Gidulah which comes up in a lot of other contexts uh, in shahs. But I think it would be huvas uh, at 5.50 a.m. To already start and Beys. and so we move on and we say like this: the Gemara is going to kick out this gidul Manar. It's as follows: it says the Gemara, Wait a minute, are you going to also say if you're in fact going to compare? This is what we just said. If you're going to in fact compare the schach to the korban chagiga, are you going to say that you could also make the schach out of? Right? Skins, let's say, of carbon Chagi, or other living things. That's certainly, that's certainly something that we never find, right? Um, you, won't, you won't see it. Okay. So you have to say that that can't be, so we see a different thing. Says the Gemara. Also, Ravin, right? When Robin came, he had good notes from Yohanan. Amar B'yohanan, a different source. He says, Amar aspecha mikvecha, A totally different Pasuk, a totally different source. Right? When it talks about Chagasukos Yamin, Baasbaha migarnacha Mikvecha, it says when you're making sukkus, you should make it when you bring in all of your produce. Now, you're gathering it, interestingly, it says the words of Be'asbacha, Migarnakha Mikvecha in an interesting, um, sort of formulation. That when you bring Be'asbacha, we call sukkus, sukkus Asif, right? It is a fortuitous time. It's kind of like payday, right, for the agricultural society after you've done all of your, right, all of your uh, uh farming. Now this is the time where you're reaping the benefits and you're bringing in all of the things. So that's when you're collecting it everything. But the language is me <laughs> mikvecha. It's fascinating. You maybe not have thought of this. You just thought, well, agricultural society just means when you when you gather all the produce and all the wine. It's great. But Garnacha and Ikvecha technically means your threshing floor and the vats. Yikvecha is the vat of the wine press. So it doesn't really mean when you gather all of the produce from the fields. It says when you gather from the threshing floor and the vats of the wine press. Well, wait a minute. That's not where you're gathering it from. So this is where the Gemara explains. The reason why the pasuk uses the lashon. Of not your no, not the lotion of gathering from the fields, but the lashon of gathering from the threshing floor. Let's say, is to make an illusion to what you can use as schach. That schach is used. The material is from the leftovers, scraps that are on the threshing floor and in the wine vats. That is the illusion, which is to say, that is the source, um, and and that informs the halachas of what kind of materials we're going to use for s'chach. So, that, those things are in fact something that are, right, gidulom in Haaretz, then they're talush, they're cut, and they're also, meca- they're not mekabel right, and all of the things that we mentioned before. And that is the source of s'chach. That was what Rabbi said according to Ravin's notes. To which the Gemara says, wait a minute. How do we know that it's the scraps on the ground? Maybe it's the actual stuff that right, we're bringing and putting into the into the storehouses and into the thre- and into the winery, which is to say, actual grain actual wine, right? As Rashi says over here towards the top, Hakashin In other words, the whole thing we learn from Yekev. Uh, you're a little early, Andrew. We didn't start the mission yet in your base, so just take a timeout over there. Uh, if we, <laughs> I, we could say shachiyanu now. It's not this nine days anymore. This is the first time this has happened since Maseches Brachos. That's a while. It's a long time. All right. So he goes like this. Uh, don't worry. I'm not going to edit it from the from the shi- from the uh, from the MP3. We're going to find out exactly how many people listen to this. We're going to get a call from Zalman Dov. Uh, and the 1000 we we're going to get a call from Buenos Aires. <laughs> okay, because we're big in Buenos Aires, Andrew. All right, right, I'm, I'm, I have enough for harassing you. Okay, so it goes like this. Um, oh, so the and v'yekev, don't forget, we're going to learn from and v'yekev that something that's not Makabaltuma, right, is going to be schach. but think of this. What's on the threshing fo- uh, floor and the vat? the actual wheat, and the actual wine, grapes, which are Ochlin, which are Mechabal Tumah. So how are you learning from Solos Gerem So that's what the Gemara is asking now. So the Gemara says, no, 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 Amar Ibi Yekev Ksivkan V, right? It says Yekev, which is the actual Vat, the E.F because you can't actually, you, it, it can either do one of two things. It, it can actually either be the wine, and the wine vat, which is wine, and not actually the grapes. By the time he gets to the yekev, it's wine. And wine is liquid, and since wine is liquid, you cannot, uh, you cannot actually cover anything, obviously, with liquids, because then it's just like Nickelodeon, right, pouring the liquids on somebody's, uh, on somebody's head. So six lines up from the top of your beta, of an olive. irmia. And he's gonna say, wait a minute. Well, there's aspects of the Yekev that can actually look quite a bit like a solid, right? Shehudomei dvela, right? If you have this special, right, congealed wine from sneer, so then that is found in the Yekev and is, in fact, kind of solid in the sense that it's congealed and condensed and it looks like a date. You would never know that that was supposed to be liquid. So I'm say, the I'm narga Rabbi Zera laments and concedes the point. He thought he had an awesome point. Rabbi Zaira thought that by, by pointing out that it says Yekev and that wine therefore is liquid and therefore I can't be referring to that was a totally great teretz. I had a great teretz, biyadi, right? And then Rabbi Yirmi came and he blew to smithereens like a thrusting thrust axe in it. You put a thrust an axe into my shot, Rabbi Yirmia. Oh, that's not good. So now he's conceding the points. Therefore, what's going to be the answer? This is going to be the answer, Rev. Ashi. See, he, he when you get it's good to be the editor of the Gemara. When you are the editor of the Gemara, you get to have the last word, Rev. Ashi Amar. We've seen this already before, where he comes at the end to save the day. Migardicha v'lo goren atzmo umik v'lo yekev So that's interesting, right? It Doesn't say from the flesh, um, the, the grain. Look, Gorin. It doesn't say Gorin. It says Garnacha. Garnacha is your threshing floor. Similarly, Yikvecha. Yikvecha is not what is in your wine vat, but it's the wine vat itself, which is to say, we're talking about the scraps that are left on the floor. So this is Diuk. Mi Garnacha. Or mi Yikvecha is where we learn the source. And again, Rabbi Akiva, who's going to hold that the Sukkos, right, is Sukkos Mamish. That we commemorate sitting in the sukkah uh, upon our exit, f- exodus, if you will, from Mitzrayim, is going to be learning the source for the material of schach from Migarnacha mikvecha, which is psalz ger and uh, That is the scraps which we get from the vat and the threshing floor. That is one pshat. Rav Chista had a different pshat. It says the What's happening here? This is Ezra and Nehemiah. Rashi even gives you a little bit of history. Pasukub is Sefer Ezra. You might read it and not know where this is from. Rashi is explaining. Yeah, Sefer Ezra. Really, if you break it up into Sefer Ezra and Nehemiah, it's from Nehemiah. Be that as it may, So what is Nehemiah telling people here? Right? Sefer Ezra. What is Nehemiah telling people here? That he says, go, we're about to have sukkahs. So go get all the paraphernalia. This isn't Pesach. This isn't just like Korban Pesach and bringing matzahs. Masech is so much fun. But now we got even more swag. We got a lot of sukkahs paraphernalia. We got to we got to get together. So go to the mountains and let's bring it. Let's bring some olive leaves, oil trees, right? Ale hadas, the Alei Eitz Avos. He's telling them to go get all the paraphernalia that's necessary to build sukkahs and to get the Dalad Minim. As the pasuk says, so first of all, parenthetically, what do you mean? I thought Alei uh, Hadas was Alei Eitz Avos, wasn't Eitz Avos the Hadas? Says the Gemara, aren't those two the same thing? The Gemara answers, This is Hadas the Avos what Rashi's explaining. That's Hadas shote is Sha'in of the Fisha Ainabusa, Shell Shalosh Yeah. The when it says Hadas shote L Suka the Eight Savos So it's not what you would have thought. Ironically, the Hadas is not the Hadas of the Lulav. That's Hadas is not referring to Hadasim. Hadas is referring to all the irregular branches. That's actually for schach. It's the eight savos that's really the Hadas. That's the braided that the myrtle branch of which you are familiar with, the three-ply myrtle branch that's used for Dalet medium. Be that as it may, that is Ravchista's alternate source for, because some of those things that are mentioned, mind you, this kasha and teretz is in itself the answer as to how this is an illusion to schach, because, in a sense, because in other words, it turns out that a lot of these things, uh, by definition, are not referring to the Dal medium, the truth is, uh, Alei and Alei Shaman anyways, weren't al- meaning, But the point is that those things are a reference to the kind of things that we're used to seeing eschach, which is vegetation that's torn from the ground and not mikabel and thus is the conclusion of that uh, of that discussion of the materials that you could use for eschach. So now we're in the Mishnah on base Adalaf, and we comfortably are at six oh one a.m. Everyone's fully awake, and we discuss more things that are uh, psulei. As follows, says the Mishnah. So you say, wait a minute, does this have to do with material? Straw, uh, cane, and wood? Well, why, why is that not? No, the point is, chavile. those are materials that typically would be allowed for a schach. The material itself is okay. The fact that it's bundled, as we will see soon, is the fact that makes it not kosher for schach. You cannot. Use them for schach because they're bound together in bundles. V'chulan shehitiron k'sheros. And there the Mishnah spells it out. That once you untie all of them, then certainly they're all going to be kasha for shach. Now, of course, we're in a lambdus minefield here, right? Because the question is, when are you untying them? Can you put them on and then untie them? Uh, is that odd, sukkahs, you could do that? Before sukkahs? All right, that, that's a, that's a, that can become a huge discussion. But let's start with here for now, and just finishing off the Mishnah. Right, all of these items obviously would be valid to use for walls. Rashi, Ksheros Ledfonos and Rashi never seems to pass up an opportunity to point out that schach is in fact what we're talking about whenever we talk about a sukkah. So the formulation here is fascinating. K'ulan they call hakotov Everywhere it says sukkah, you know. Colloquially, we think of the whole structure as the sukkah right? The hut. But it, no, 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 says Rashi. Sukkah means chach. The dofin lo ikri sukkah. Dofin is not what we are referring to when we say sukkah. I we just learned on right? Vnafkalan defanos me basukos, 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 and we had all the pasuks, all the uh, We had all the all the all the psukim that said sukos, and we said that's uh, actual allusion to how many walls you can have. So obviously, sukkahs alludes to walls. So Rashi has to address it here, amazingly. It says, no, mi de alfina, That was just like once we knew that sukkah is ischach, we kind of just like it's a play on words that we use the words that allude to schach to teach you how many walls. But don't confuse the word sukkah with what we consider a sukkah. That's why says Rashi Hilchah Sukkos Aschachahu dekai. When we say that you can make Sukkos be this is why Rashi is being so explicit here. In other words, when we say right Sukkos, so we say why in the world would this only apply to Schach? Why are we making such a important distinction and saying this only applies to Schach and not to the walls? Whatever should be good enough for the schach should be good for the walls. After all, it says, basukos. So Rashi has to, by perforce, explain, no, sukkahs never refers to the walls. It only always refers to the schach. Don't even think for a second that it's referring to the walls. The walls are a different thing. They are always going to be just a hechatimsa to support whatever parameters we have for the schach. So that's a fascinating thing that Rashi has to uh, address right here. Fascinating. Okay. So don't think. So if somebody asks you, "What's a sukkah?" It's only the sukkah, according to Rashi. Amar Biyakov says the Gemara. Shmas the Rabbi Yochanan tarti I learned uh, explanation from Biyochanan with regards to this mission over here. Khadahu. One is this idea that right the chavilim are Usr, veidach hachotet la sukkah sukkah. And the other thing I learned was that when you make a sukkah by doing what by taking a giant haystack and just hollowing it out. So, in other words, we don't need to have kosher schach for walls, but we could use kosher schach for walls, right? V'chul an ksheros ledfanos, said the Gemara, in the Mishnah. So, why don't you just do this? This is easier than having to construct things. Just take a giant pile and dig out a little area where you could sit in, bada bing, bada boom, you got walls in a schach. That's not kosher, ain't a what and, and, and so we have these two things that you can't use bundles and you can't dig it out. And said, Rabbi Yaakov, We, in case you didn't uh, notice, we are now in a nuclear uh, Lumbus minefield. But let's try to at least navigate it a little bit. First of all, G'zeris Otsar would be what? And what's Taseh V'loh Asui? So I'll give it away first, because otherwise this can get very, very uh, confusing. Xerus Otsar is, both of them really are trying to accomplish the same thing. Which is to say, we want you to make the sukkah shame Sale, or shame Sukkah. What we do not want is for you to take something that was totally not made shame Sale, that was put there for a different reason, and say, you know what, now it's, now it's a sukkah. We don't want it to be this ready-made thing that was made for something totally else, and then you walk in and make good. That is true of both xerus Otsar and Tasav Lomun asoi, As I will now explain. Xerus Otsar means the following. You take, you come in, Raj explains this. You come in from the field, you got your bundles. This is why it's dafka bundles. Now we're going to stand the Mishnah better. You have your bundles, they're slung over your shoulder. And basically, you're just trying to store it. Right? You're just trying to store them on top of some, right, some poles or whatever. You're, try, you're trying to, to, to put it away. And when it comes to sukkahs, you have this already kind of ready-made structure, and the materials that you brought in from the fields are perfect for schach. So you're too lazy, basically, you know, we'll put it that way, to, to start building a whole new structure. So you say, that's good enough. We'll use that for the sukkah. Chazal did not want you to do that. But they didn't want you to do that essentially because of Tasel Vilomin Asui, right? Tasel Velomina Asui is the De'er tasalcha, which we've already encountered. tasav is the Risa the version of Gazeras Otsa, which is to say that you have to make it. You have to make the sukkah. You not get, You shouldn't use a ready-made sukkah. Now, should be uh, obviously if you made it shame tell We already learned it should be good enough if you did it within 30 days, that's a whole discussion in itself. I can't wait to hear what Rabbi Gross has to say about this stuff later today. You know, when he puts out his three or four Lundisha ideas here, I'm sure there'll be a, a lot to share. But, at least for our purposes, we have to understand that these are both kind of the Doraisa and Doraban right, versions of the same thing, which is you don't want to take a ready-made thing that, that you have laying around and... Um, repurpose it as a sukkah you want to be you want to make it l'shem schach fine and that is going to explain the rest of our Gemara here because now says right Rabbi Yaakov that I have this concept of tasav Elam asoi. I have this concept of Gzeiras Otsar and then I have this Chotet begadish and the Chavilei Kash V'lo Yodona Mishum Otsar the Mishum I don't know which of these cases is because of Otsar and which is because tasav Tasev so you say what do you mean? How is the Gaddish because of Otsar? The Gaddish has nothing to do with Otsar. So the answer is, the, way I, the simplest way to read this Gemara is to say, what he means is that he doesn't know, right, which is Doraban and which is Doraisa. Right, is the Gaddish Doraisa, and uh, etc. Even that should be relatively uh, straightforward. So now we're going to resolve it. Amar Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya was the one that asked the bum Kasha before, wasn't he? He's really on top of in Sukkot. He might be the valedictorian of Sukkot. Let's see. Amar Rabi Yirmiya. Nechzi Anon. Let's see. Why are we not allowing you to use this as we already described? Sometimes somebody's going to come home from work. He's an agricultural farmer dude and he's got all the bundles on his shoulders. Now when you bring it in from the Fields, It's got some moisture on it And typically you'll put it on top of a sukkah Which means a common hut And you're going to dry it over there Okay, And later When sukkahs come He's like you know what Let's repurpose this as schach And you can't repurpose it as schach Because in fact That's not making schach The Torah said And you shouldn't be repurposing it or retroactively saying that that's a sukkah, you should be proactively making the sukkah. Now, mind you, this is his description and saying tazal and asay. This is his destri- description of gazeras otsar, right? This is not because that could be very confusing because we just try to say those are two separate things. He's explaining the gazeras darabanan of otsar that is based off of a concept of tazal and That's the impetus of Chazal giving the gazeras otsar. So clearly, the chavilos he's saying is a gazeras otsar. And midah mishum otzar, and since the chavilos are clearly because of a gazeras otzar, ha mishum tasev asli. That's how you read the Gemara. That because the chavilos are clearly because of gazerus otzar, it must be therefore that this gadish case has to be mishum tasev asli. So again, this is another way of saying, and we'll we'll spell this out that the gazera, and it makes sense. I mean, the gazera is abanon right? Because after all. Let's say you had bundles. This is, this is really the chap. Let's say you had bundles and you made, and you proactively, you bought the badatz schach. Let's say you bought the badatz schach, right? But you you said, I'm not going to be cheap and roll out, you know, the schach mat. I'm just going to buy 12 schach mats and pile them next to each other on top of my sukkah and use that as schach. It's badatz schach. There shouldn't really be anything wrong with that, right? Uh, and there's no of aluminum, so you did it proactively so theoretically were it not for the otsar, that should be mida okay right even if you came from the field with the bundles the Torah couldn't tell you that it's not good you're using proper schach the only reason it's not good is because of the tendency to use said bundles as the way they used to do it right to repurpose them to have them on the roof already and then to leave them on the roof that's the only reason it's usr that's a right for what essentially is right a problem of tasavulami asli the godish on the other hand is clearly a case of tasavulami asli that's not really repurposing something that you, you right that you put the bundles on that's proactively going and digging out something and that's a different thing so we can conceptually understand why one is a gazera and one is the ikkar problem midoraisa and yet they're both essentially coming from this concept of ta'aseh, that has to be proactively made and not write a default repurposing of something that was already ready-made, which we certainly don't want to do because it's so called tase. okay. So now, why therefore was Rabbi Yaakov, we just understood that so clearly. So why was Rabbi Yaakov confused? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yaakov ha the Rabbi Chiyabah Abba, lo yeah. Rabbi Yaakov didn't hear this explanation of Chiyabah Abba and that's why he got a little turned around, okay. Um, but otherwise, now that we heard it from Rechiel Abba, now we're good. We, this is very clear. So now, Amar Ravashi, okay? Wait a minute. Can this really be understood any other way? Are you going to say that when you have the bundles of, of, of straw and wood, that there's a Otsar and there's no and Mishum Otsar Can you really say that both? Right. In other words, what is the source, really, again, of the confusion? What is the source of the confusion? The two. We just uh, explained it very, very clearly. On what basis would R' say that our Mishnah, is speaking of only Derabanan? Is there any case? This is the way of saying it. Is there any case where the darabanan of a gezeras otsar exists and there is no problem of tasse velomina asoi? In other words, if really they're the same thing as we just explained, why would you only apply a darabanan to one and the daraisa to the other? That's what we're saying, right? We just said that there's really two sides: a darabanan and the a of the same coin. So, as as YS2 pointed out, the right. In other words, clearly, if there was an ishadaraisa then you wouldn't even need a gazera Darabhan. The question is, like, they're really the same thing, but why are we saying that one is dafka and one is dafka Darabhan? And the truth is, we did too good of a job of explaining it already, so we understand it's harder for us to understand the question. But at this point in the Gemara, there's still some misty confusion because we're just realizing for the first time that they are, in fact, essentially the same thing. And so why would it one be der one be banan? So it says Rabbiochrun Amalak no Rabbi Yochanan would say it like this. as we turn to your bay's and bez, right? The otsar. So basically he's explaining what we already explained, which is that Rabbi Yochanan would explain like this. When it comes to the bundles, right, the you have to say, right, I, I gave it away a little bit, when it comes to the bundles, you have to say that Midarisa would be okay. Right? It has to be the Darbanon. Because after all, Midor Raysa, it is okay. The, the right, the Schach was put on there. It was kosher Schach. It is only because of the Gezerah, right, that you would have to say, now again, here too, the Rashi is going to have to say, um, the Rashi is going to have to explain that it would only be true in, which, in the case where it was put on there, the Shem sale, In other words, certainly, if you put it on there just to get take off your load and for to dry it there and then repurposed it, that would be an actual derisa of lomina Asui. That would be a that would be a real problem. But what we're explaining here is that if you in fact in the Mishnah put these bundles on the shame tell, then of course it would it would be okay, me and thus would only be a uh, problem of Derabonam. Okay. Hasam Daktani sukkah, and that's why it says Mishum Gazai Ras but over there, by the Gaddish, we say simply, unequivocally and categorically, ain'a Sukkah, right? That's a real Sukkah Psalm Midaraisa. Therefore, I feel the die- Evid, Midaraisa, Nami ain'a Sukkah. There we say that even with the Evid, it wouldn't be a Sukkah at all. And there again, right? In that case, is certainly right away, right? In the first case, the kavana, right, might actually matter. Right In the first case, if, when you put the bundles on, if you put it on to dry, then midarisa would be a problem. If you put it on, right, um, but if you put it on the shame cell, it would be exerah darabunam. That's the case of the bundles. In the case of the gadish, it doesn't matter what your kavana is. If that's how you're making the sukkah, it is inherently, by definition, tasavilamina asoi, and therefore it would be aser mido raisa. raisah. points out what Rashi points out here in the, in the last of these wide lines on top. He adds another wrinkle, which becomes very important. Let's say you put the bundles on the shame drying, okay? And then you decide, you know what, I want to use it for schach. And then you lifted it and put it back down. Nene, nana. Nun, right? Ein, nun, ein. And you did that. Well, that would be okay. That's the Rev. Isaacson Shlitim Halach. Right? He has wooden slats on his pergola on the top and he shakes them all because they're kasher, ischach, but he can't have them there necessarily. It's year-round. So he, he just shakes them all a little bit and that's how he puts on his chach every year. Okay, the Rosh Iver the Rosh. Okay, further than the Gemara. Let's talk about uh, the Kibaltuma. Tumah. Sikachah Zahar. Okay, let's talk about, you know what, Andrew, let's talk a little bit about arrow construction. Shall we? So there's two ways to make an arrow. It's two-piece. They don't come as one piece. They come as a tip and a shaft. Okay. Now, the shaft itself, if you want a lighter arrow, you're going to make a hollow shaft, and that's where the threads to screw in the tip of the arrow is go- are going to go. And you're just going to screw the arrow into the shaft, the arrow tip into the shaft. That's one way to make an arrow shaft. The other way, that's called uh, Nikeva because, right, because it has the hollow shaft. If you have, if you want a, a denser shaft because you want it to be heavier, uh, um, then you're going to use what? You're going to use a arrow head that has the threads in it and you're going to screw that on to what's called the zahar, the male. Sh- the male. So you have the male and the female. The female is the hollow one. So, if you make, use the male shaft, the dense one, as schach. that's kosher, but psula. But if you use the hollow ones, the one that looks like bamboo shoots, uh-oh, that's gonna be puzzled. Why is it gonna be puzzle? Because it has a kli kibu, right? And we already said that anything that's a kli is makabal tuma. However, bamboo, don't worry, because bamboo you're not really using as a kli, that just has to, happens to be hollow. But here, you're using it as a kli because it's part of an arrow. Uh, complex, right? And you're going to screw the arrow in, and so therefore that hollow part of the arrow shaft is going to be a kli, and therefore it's going to be makabel tumah, right? So now the gemara is going to make this analysis: it's a charem pshita. It's Pasha that it's kosher because it has no kli kibul; it's not a kli at all. You can use it for schach for sure, assuming it's the right material, obviously. uh So what's the what's the chiddush? You might have thought nigzar charem matun kevas No, you might have thought that since clearly the female uh, type. Is usr because it has a Klee Kibul, therefore you shouldn't use any arrow shafts out of a Gezer. Kamash Milan, don't worry about it, you could use the Zachar in there. So, what about the Nekevas? that's not a Chiddush either. Obviously, that has a Kli Kibul. So, we say, not really, because there's a Chiddush here. You might have thought that a base keyboard that is going to be filled anyway is not really considered a base keyboard, because after all, this, this uh, hollowed out portion of the shaft of the arrow, this is not like a bowl or a cup. This is something that when you pour something into and then you drink out of, you put something in, you take something out. This is just something that you're going to fill. You're going to fill it up right away. So that's not a real base kibul. That's just like a component piece from Ikea that you end up filling up right away. That's not a real kli. Kamash Malan, that even though, right, it's not a real kli, we're going to consider it a kli kibul for the purposes of Makabotoma, and we can't use it as chach. The, um, the Gemara, the art scroll points out over here that in this gemara, this of whether a base kibul osim los is a kibul or not, we're making it sound like it is but, in fact, we hold, like, in the Tanaik dispute in Sanhedrin, right, 68a, in that Tanaik dispute, we, we hold that it's Losh so what e you So you have to say that the arrow that we're talking about must be different in the sense that we take it apart and put it together more readily than that which was mentioned in the Gemara and Sanhedrin. And, therefore, our, uh, our uh, halacha, that we can't use the female, so to speak, right uh, arrow shaft, is really just it's not really going to be determining that machlokas and Sanhedrin. It really is just a reflection of what that particular kind of kli is, which is to say that it's a chiddush that it because we take it in and out enough, which is to say we unscrew the arrowhead and screw it back on enough enough times to qualify it as a kli, and therefore even though it's really just a component of a kli, it's actually enough of a kli to passel it as schach. And yet, enough not of a so to speak, that we're not going to say that the denser male version can't be used at tzachach, because that certainly can. So, Rabba, Rabba psula. With regards to these kinds of materials, what about pishdan bundles of flax, at earlier stage? So flax, certainly, once it's already anitze, combed and, and, and all that, so then it's already a begat. That's makabal tuma and it's possible. Vehushne pishdan—that's flax, like when it's a plant still. Ksheira—that's certainly going to be kosher for sechach. However, vehushne pishdan any So it's that intermediate stage, right? It's after it's already planted, but before it's really a beged. I don't know—is that going to be kosher for sukkah or not? Is that mekabel tumah or not? Rabbi Rochana says vehushne atzman any And not only that, I don't really know at what point how to define hushne. What point of the flax processing is that? Says the So you say what is it? that you want to say, right? are you going to say that when it's beaten but not yet combed, it's already called hushnei? But if it's just soaked but not yet beaten, you're going to say that it's and therefore totally unprocessed and usable as chach? Maybe even at that soaked but not yet beaten stage is already called hushnei and thus questionable. So he leaves that out, right, to... Uh, and and the uh, leaves it to the Rishon and Paskin. So we are now three lines up from the bottom of Yibbezon and Bezon, Behuda, Hani Shushe Vishvatse, Vishvatse, Mesachin Behu. You can use ferns and artizmi herbs for Schach, to which Abai says, Vishushe Lo, Vishvatse, Lomesachin, Baitaima. He could use ferns, but not the herbs. Why? Kavan, as we arrive at me and Aleph, the Sare Rechayu, Shavik, Love and Nafik, because you can't use something that is offensively smelly. Because that can't, you use first chach because that is offensive, and we want the sukkah experience to be fragrant and beautiful. Bezat Hashem will continue with the Taviyav Gimel Amir Aleph tomorrow.